To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, it was quite a dramatic politics Wednesday this morning, wasn't it, on the Mike Hosking Breakfast Show? Former Police Minister Ginny Anderson had a crack at current Police Minister Mark Mitchell for his pre-politics career. He made like a really good company, which he sold, that you pay to pretty much shoot people to secure supply lines. What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Have you actually looked and seen what we did? If that's all right with you, Mark, morally, and if that's all well with you, that's your choice. Most of our work was for the UN. It's insane. I don't know what your mentality is. Do you, did you keep a tally, though, on how many you shot, or do you do that? <laughs> Ginny Anderson and her leader, Chris Hipkins, declined to come on the show today, but here's what Chris had to say about it. Debates on Mike Hosking's breakfast show can be quite robust, but I think Ginny went too far in her comments. Okay, let's talk to Mark Mitchell about this. Hi, Mark. Hi, Heather. Has Ginny apologised to you? Um, She sent me a text message um, with an apology. I don't actually treat that as an apology. I think if you're going to apologise to someone, you should do it face to face, but... um, Yes, she did send me a, um, a text message. I mean, you know, it's been a tough day because obviously we've lost to Fleetso Collins today. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, but the behaviour on, on the show this morning with Mike was, in my view, was despicable. Yeah, so she apologised to you in a text, but she hasn't apologised publicly, eh? She just said she went too far and has no. then refused to apologise. Do you want her to? Yeah. Um, look, uh, to be honest, I'm not even thinking about her much at the moment. I'm actually thinking about the two young girls that lost their dad today. Um, being a father myself, um, that is that is tough. Listen, um, Mitch. Part of the problem here, I think, is that you haven't actually said that much about what you were doing when you were doing this business over in the Middle East and so on. So, do you think that you maybe need to clear some things up? No, I don't think I need. I'm very proud of the work I did overseas. I, I went over to Iraq in 2002 as part of the interim government, the coalition provisional authority that was set up, and it was my job initially as the as the leader of a close protection team to look after the diplomats and, and the politicians and the um, and the people that were tasked with re- the reconstruction and, um, and you know, doing the work as the interim government. Um, there's a highly, everyone knows that um, during that time there was an, an uprising uh, with the Māori militia where government outposts were surrounded and under siege. Um, and of course, I was involved in, in one of those in a place called An Nazaria. Um, and I was tasked as part of my roles to protect and look after the diplomats, the foreign media and the civilians right, you, on that compound. You, you've had, had we been this. overrun? Yeah, you've spoken Pardon? about this. You've spoken about this. You've spoken about yeah. the fact there was a five-day siege. You were on the rooftop. Yes. And you were worried that you guys were going to die. Now, there's only one yeah. way that you guys came out of that, and that's by killing the guys coming at you. Well, like I said, we had to defend our position. We did that. There was casualties on both sides. Um, I don't know what the um, – I don't know how many people were killed – um, and I don't know whether I was responsible for any of that. I've been very clear that, that, that there was there was casualties on both sides. I mean, you know, was, there was about 20 of us up against, um, you know, two or 300. So um, the, you, the reality you know, of it was... You don't know if that, you um, killed if anybody they, that day or those five days? Pardon? You don't know if you killed What's anybody? That? No, I don't. Um, all I know is that I, do, I know that um, we had a, a VBID in a truck that tried to um, breach the compound. There'd been a similar one used against the... Italian Carabinieri some months earlier that killed 18 of the Carabinieri who of course are the uh, military police out of um, Italy um, who, were, who were there as part of the um, coalition as well. Um, we fired into the engine block and we had to stop that truck because otherwise we would have had serious um, uh, casualties, um, we would have had fatalities, we would have had a massive breach 
um, in the um, in the wall, obviously, which would allow the surgeons to pour in. So we didn't kill anyone. Um, we shot into the engine block. We stopped the truck. We were defending the compound, um, and had the compound been overrun, which some of them were, um, then it's highly likely no one would have survived. So um, we were there as part of the interim government. Um, so we were fully mandated. And that is the only situation that I've been in in, in 10 years where I have had to use a, um, a weapon. The rest of the time, I've spent most of my time delivering aid into areas hit by um, natural disaster or conflict zones and have never had an incident um, that's ever involved hurting anyone or any fatalities. So, so, the, elegant, so the, the despicable atrocious personal attack uh, on me today was, um, to be honest with you, I still can't believe that um, we've got a parliamentarian. I shouldn't be surprised because Labour are classics at, at this in, in terms of making character assassinations on people. But um, it, it is, to, in my view, it's an absolute shocker. And by the way, I have been humbled by the amount of public support um, that I've had today. Mitch, okay. Um, after what happened on the show, this as you morning. say, you were doing this business for a long time. You were doing things like kidnap and ransom negotiations, extricating yes. hostages. Are you telling me that in all of that time, you never killed anybody? A- absolutely, um, absolutely. I'm telling you that. I'm extremely proud of our record. Bearing in mind that I established a security company to look after our own people, I was the chief security officer in a very big, large um, global logistics company, and we specialised and supporting um, governments, the UN, did a lot of UN work, yeah. um, NGOs like War Child that were sort of operating in these very difficult environments. And um, and we would open up supply chains, we'd provide life support, and we'd provide um, security um, when it was required. Mitch, so I'm very, very proud of the work that we did. You were asked this question before. Like, this is not the first time you've been asked this question. It's the first time you've answered it straight up and said, no, you didn't kill anybody. Why? No, 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 I've, I've, I've been asked this question I've been dogged by this question for 13 years, driven yeah. by the Labour Party, and I have been very clear that no, I have not killed anyone. Yes, I was involved in a um, in a siege in, in, in Nazaria. Yes, there were casualties on both sides. That's as, that's as much as I know. Okay. Mark, thank you very much for talking to us. I appreciate it. It's Mark Mitchell, uh, the police minister. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.